Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T in 5 for the morning of Wednesday, April 21st, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. Iowa men's basketball student-athlete Jordan Bohannon, after the hashtag not NCAA property call with NCAA President Mark Emmert, said, quote, he kept reiterating that he wanted Congress to make a decision on NIL. I was very direct with him, saying that I think we both know Congress won't act with it, and the longer we wait, the more complex the issue becomes. Further, on the states and student-athletes that will be ready to roll come July 1st, quote, he said he wouldn't punish them. I countered and asked what about the states that don't have name, image, and likeness. He really didn't give much detail with that response. He said that he hoped something happened with Congress or the NCAA before that happens. Bohannon also pressed why he wasn't able to meet with the Board of Governors, to which Emmert responded that student-athletes have never been in front of the top policymaking group. The Greater Baton Rouge Business Report says maneuvering is underway to bring NCAA President Mark Emmert back to town for a second tenure as LSU's president. Notably, quote, Emmert has close friends in Baton Rouge, including LSU Athletic Director Scott Woodward, whose stepson is married to Emmert's daughter, and LSU booster Richard Lipsy, who recently returned from a wine tasting trip he and his wife take annually with the Emmerts. Political strategist and Tigers alum James Carville said, quote, if he came back for three years, it would be great. Carville says, quote, we don't raise enough money, we don't have access to the big foundations, and he's obviously got tons of experience. I don't speak for him, but I think he would be a really good choice. We need to crank up the energy level. We need someone with mojo. Statements came in across college athletics after the verdict came down in the Derek Chauvin trial. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren said, quote, The Big Ten Conference and our Equality Coalition are deeply committed to providing resources and education to equip all people to recognize and combat hate and racism. Our work to cement a more equitable, inclusive, and empowered society continues. U.S. Representative Anthony Gonzalez from Ohio, the former Ohio State football student-athlete, is introducing another bipartisan bill to Congress with the aim of leveling the NIL playing field nationally. Gonzalez believes this push will be more fruitful than his first attempt as Congress is returning to normal operations. He hopes to have it passed by the end of the calendar year, saying, quote, I think it's the right approach. The sooner we get a federal response, the better. More from Virginia Tech AD Whit Babcock on the launch of a new $400 million fundraising campaign. Babcock said, quote, you see, we can either invest in an athletics program and a football team that can compete for championships, or we can risk simply being average. An average doesn't get it, not for our region, not for our fans, not for our alumni, not for our students, and not at Virginia Tech. Our aspiration in football is clear. It is to win the ACC. It is to get to the college football playoff and to win the national championship. Our investment in athletics should match our aspirations. Hokies president Tim Sands looks at the challenge from a macro level, saying, quote, I think Jim Phillips recognized that disparity from the outside. And that was a big part of his conversations with the presidents and chancellors. It's not just the money, but you can't do it without that kind of support. That's a major expectation of the presidents and chancellors. I think we got the right guy. The Richmond Times-Dispatch's David Teal is on the beat. Idaho State AD Pauline Theros Q&As with the Idaho State Journal. With the recent announcement that full attendance will be allowed for the Idaho football games this fall, Thero says that proof of vaccination is not a requirement for fans. In fact, it, quote, has not been discussed as part of any plans. Overall, from Theros, quote, few people realize the enormous amount of resources and hours it took to make competition happen this spring. Ryder has announced new plans for renovating Alumni Gym, 
including fundraising efforts that will make it possible. Naming a seat runs $500, a locker is $1,000, a padded courtside seat is $2,500, and there is a donor wall which costs $5,000 plus per name. The Ryder Arena Project will see an $18.2 million overhaul of the gym, which includes a new center-hung scoreboard, new lobby with ticketing and concession areas, and expanded seating along the baseline into the corners. They still need $7.2 million to reach the fundraising goal. The Broncos also announced an expansion to the Sports Medicine Center, a new $1.7 million strength and conditioning space, and a dedicated volleyball locker room. And as Minnesota student-athletes and alumni try to save the men's gymnastics program, the Washington Post's Liz Clark reports the financial motivation for discontinuing non-revenue sports may be a smokescreen, citing Knight Commission CEO Amy Prevett Perko, who says, quote, What we have seen from most Division I programs is that, with the cuts that have been made, any savings will end up right back in coaching salaries and increases for football and men's basketball. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of Wednesday, April 21st. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here this evening.